0: Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This Exodus 27 podcast will be the next episode. I messed that up, didn't I? Oh, well, this is Exodus chapter 27. All right, verse one. And thou shalt make an altar of shittim wood or acacia five cubits long and five cubits broad. The altar shall be four square and the height thereof shall be three cubits. Now, remember, this is the altar that's outside uh, the actual structure of the tabernacle where the sacrifices will be offered. The two veils or hangings for the door described here are the outer door of the tabernacle, the front entrance, and the veil which separated the holy place or first room from the inner holy of holies. This latter veil is properly called the veil of the tabernacle. Surrounding the tabernacle itself is a large enclosed area protected by woven hangings attached to a movable wall. In this courtyard was located the altar of burnt offerings, altar of sacrifice, and the laver of water for the symbolic cleansing of hands and feet. Into this courtyard, anyone of Israel could bring sacrifices, but only the priests could enter the tabernacle itself. Sometimes, however, the tabernacle referred to in the Old Testament means the whole complex, including the courtyard, and not just the tent itself. Each pillar of the court of the tabernacle was ringed horizontally by silver fillets, which were rectangular bar bands around each pillar to both protect the wood and beautify it. The hangings of the, or the fabric which formed the outer walls of the court were attached to the top of each pillar and were secured at the bottom by ties to the brass pins which were firmly driven into the ground. The following are the furnishings of this outer court, altar of burnt offerings." all burnt offerings performed within the tabernacle took place on this altar it was hollow five cubits square and three cubits high or about seven and a half by seven and a half by five feet in dimension it was made of shittim wood overlaid with brass plates it had four horns on its corners Upon these horns, the blood of the sacrifice was to be smeared. By laying hold of these horns, a person could find asylum and safety, although not if he was guilty of premeditated murder. Sometimes the horns were used to bind the animal or intended sacrifice, holy instruments of sacrifice. The pan was a large brazen dish placed under the altar to receive the ashes as they fell through. Brazen fire shovels were used for emptying the pans. The basins were receptacles used to catch the blood from the sacrifice. The flesh hook was a three-pronged hook that the priest used to dip into the sacrificial container. That which he brought up was to to be kept for himself. The fire pan was the container in which was kept the continuously burning fire for sacrifice. Laver. This, like the altar of sacrifice, was made of brass. It stood between the altar of sacrifice and the tabernacle. It was used by the priests for cleansing, preparatory to entering the tabernacle. In Solomon's day, when a permanent temple was constructed, the laver was set on the backs of twelve oxen. and uh, the bap- That's similar to the baptismal fonts that we have today in the temples that are also upon the t- backs of twelve oxen. Verse two, and thou shalt make the horns of it upon the four horns, four corners thereof. His horns shall be of the same, or part of the altar, and thou shalt overlay it with brass or bronze. And thou shalt make his pans to receive the, his ashes, and his shovels, and his basins, and his flesh hooks, and his fire pans, and all the vessels thereof. Thou shalt make of brass. And thou shalt make for a grate of network of brass, and upon the net shalt thou make four brazen rings in the four corners thereof. And thou shalt put it under the compass or ledge of the of the altar beneath, that the net may be even to the midst of the altar. And thou shalt make staves for the altar, staves of shittim wood, and overlay them with brass. And the staves shall be put into the rings, and the staves shall be upon the two sides of the altar to bear it. Hollow with boards shalt thou make it, as it was showed thee in the mount. And show and shall and so shall they make it. And thou shalt make the court of the tabernacle. For the south side southward, there shall be hangings for the court of fine twine linen a hundred cubits long for one side now we're talking about the the uh, covering or the walls of the entire courtyard of the tabernacle, the tabernacle area and for and the twenty pillars thereof and their twenty sockets or bases shall be of brass the hooks of the pillars and their fillets or fillets shall be of silver and likewise for the north side in length there shall be hangings of an hundred and cubit a hundred cubits long. And his twenty pillars and their twenty sockets of brass, the hooks of the pillars and their fillets of silver. And for the breadth of the court on the west side shall be hangings of fifty cubits, their pillars ten and their sockets ten. And the breadth of the court on the east side, eastward, shall be fifty cubits. The hangings of one side of the gate shall be fifteen cubits, their pillars three and their sockets three, and on the other side shall be hangings fifteen cubits, their pillars three, and their sockets three. And for the gate of the court shall be in hanging, a screen or curtain, of twenty cubits, of blue, of purple, and scarlet, of fine twine linen, wrought with needlework, and their pillars shall be four, and their sockets four. And the pillars round about the court shall be filleted, with silver, and their hooks shall be of silver, and their sockets of brass, and the length of the court shall be a hundred cubits, and the breadth fifty everywhere, and the height f- uh, five cubits, and of fine twine linen, and their sockets of brass. So the hundred cubits is really 150 feet long. The fifty cubits is going to be seventy-five feet wide. All the vessels of the tabernacle, and all the service thereof, and all the pins thereof, and all the pins of the court, shall be of brass. And thou shalt command the children of Israel that they bring thee pure olive oil, beaten for the light, to cause the lamp to burn always. In the tabernacle of the congregation, tent of meeting, without the veil, or outside the veil— which is before the testimony, Aaron and his sons shall order it, or keep it in order, from evening to morning before the Lord. It shall be a statute forever unto the generation on the behalf of the children of Israel. Uh, if you Google uh, Jerusalem or uh, Israelite tabernacle, you'll get a, a sense for what this all looks like. You can see the a picture of the, what the tabernacle looked like, the tent and the, the uh, walls around it and so on. It's pretty cool. See you next time. Bye.